0: This is Relationships and Revenue, the show where real answers come from real discussions about what holds men back in their relationships at home and in business. A better bottom line at work means improving life at home. This show is all about helping you become a better entrepreneur and a better man. Welcome, everyone, to the Relationships and Revenue Podcast. This is John Hewlin, and this is my first solo video. So I'm super excited about that. Uh, One of the things that I'm going to ask for you to do for me, if you don't mind, is besides giving us a ratings and review where you normally would do, I'd also appreciate if you give me some feedback in whatever way you can get in touch with me and my various social media channels and also on my brand new YouTube channel, which is where you're going to find this video. Give me some feedback on what I'm doing, how I can improve, that sort of thing. That's the only way that any of us gets better is if we get feedback from people. So I ask that you be polite when you do it. Uh, Other than that, bring it. Because all I want to do is get better and to be able to provide something that's fantastic for everyone. So I am recording this on January 1st, 2021. So it is the beginning of a brand new year. And I'm really excited about the new year because there's some really cool things coming up for me and the things that I'm offering in my businesses. And so there are some things that I want to share with you today to try and help you as well as myself get off on the right foot. I want to dispel some misnomers first. One of the things that people talk about often are resolutions when a new year starts. And I got to tell you, I hate resolutions. I think they're horrible. Why? Well, if you can name for me one person that includes you as well, name for me one person that you know of that's had at least one resolution that they've kept an entire year. Can you think of anybody? Because I can't. Not one. So let's For the rest of our discussion today, we're going to toss out that word resolutions. It is gone. We're not talking about that anymore. What we're going to talk about are healthy, productive habits that we're going to be creating. That's what we're talking about today. Goal setting and creating great habits. So let's get into it. And just so everybody knows, I make notes for myself. That's how I roll. So... I'm 50 years old. I don't remember everything up here all the time. That's why I write this stuff down. Here's something that's super important when you get started on this. And this doesn't matter if you're trying to set up goals for yourself. You're trying to create the best possible habits for you. First of all, you got to know you. You got to know who you are and you got to know why you're here, meaning your purpose. You got to know that stuff inside out, upside down, backwards, while even having to think or blink an eye. You got to know you. If you don't know you, then let's start working on doing the hard things it's going to take to get you to the point where you know who you are, you know where you're headed, so that you can begin to develop the goals and habits you need to get you further down that road. So for the moment, we're going to assume that you know who you are and you know why you're here. Okay. So when you know your purpose and you know your mission in life, you know what you're supposed to be doing. That is extremely important. Now that you know those things, you got to make sure that your goals and your habits align with who you are, who you're created to be, and what it is you're supposed to be doing. So focus on those things. That's first. Second. It's a concept that I heard about not all that long ago that I absolutely love, and I wanted to share it with you today. It's called habit stacking. Habit stacking. And essentially, it's this. You take a habit that you're already doing, and you are good at it. Let's say that you are super good about exercise that's your thing. That's your jam. That's what you're into. Nobody has to convince you to do it. You you don't have to be coerced into it. None of that. It's you do it no matter what, no matter the weather, all that you are on it. Now, what you do is you take a habit that you're already doing and you're good at, and then you add one to it at the same time that you want to help get you further toward your goals or toward the direction that you want to be heading. So let's say, so we're going to take exercise, but in addition to that, let's say that one of the things that's really important to you this year is to make sure that you get plenty of sleep. So let's combine those two together. So what you do is the night before, You exercise. So again, I'm assuming you're exercising in the morning. I realize not everybody does that. I'm not a morning exercise person. So I get that. But a lot of people are. So let's for the moment assume that you are, but you're a later in the morning exercise kind of person. So let's try this instead. The night before you set out everything you need for exercise. So it's already out ready for you to go. So all you have to do is roll out of bed, change and go. So in your habit of sleep, you're setting your stuff out ahead of time for exercise, for a habit that you're already doing and you're good at. And you're getting yourself into bed at a good time, allowing yourself plenty of time, and you're setting multiple alarms not close to you, which forces you to get up. You turn them off, you get up, and you get going. So it's your attempt to start getting better sleep. Before you get out there and do the exercise that you love to do and you're already good at. That is habit stacking. So keep that in mind. Habit stacking. I love this concept and it's something that I've already started to implement a little bit. And the more I do it, the more I'm loving it. The more it's helping me ingrain some new things into me. All right, next one. You have to create habits in ways that work for you. Now, that may sound like, well, duh, of course I need to do it in ways that work for me. But think about this for a minute. How many of you are like me and you're looking on social media and you see people that you respect? Uh, It could be people you actually know who are a little bit further down the road than you are or people who are influencers who are way further down the road than you that you would love to be where they are, but you're not. And you see some of these things on there that they post about these things that they do, these habits that they have. And you're like, oh man, I need to be doing that. Because if I want to get there, I got to do what that person does. Well, maybe. So I'm not telling you not to do that thing. What I'm saying is you may have to tweak the thing. You may have to find a way to make that habit work for you. Rather than you work for the habit. Does that make sense? Make it fit to who you are. Again, we're going back to that same premise I had at the beginning. You got to know who you are and why you were created or your purpose. Because when you know those things, it is much easier to take a habit that you believe is going to help you get to the goals that you have, but tweak it in such a way that it works for you. So that's an excellent one. This next one is absolutely gigantic. It's gigantic. So grab hold, folks, because here it comes. You ready? Accountability. That's almost a dirty word to say to some people. It's like, whoa, you know, I am my own person. I am, not, I am not accountable to anybody. I don't have to be. I can do things my own way. You absolutely 1,000% can do things your own way. But my question to you is this. If you think that way, that means you've probably been doing things your own way. Has that gotten you where you want to go? My suspicion is no. So let's try something a little different. Find someone that you trust. They can hold you accountable to the things you say you want to do. And you accept the accountability from the other person. That's a key ingredient because someone can be speaking into your life and trying to hold you accountable. But if you don't allow that person to speak into your life, it's as if there's no accountability there at all. So you got to give them the freedom to be able to do that. So accountability is gigantic. Next one. Connections. Find ways to connect that fit with you. So when I talk about connections, I'm talking about human connections. I mean, we need that as human beings. We have to have connections with other people. We were designed to connect with other people. Okay. So you got to find ways that work for you. And I realize in this COVID-19 pandemic driven world that we seem to be in right now, those connections, at least in person, are harder to do, but they are not impossible. So when possible, do it in person. Absolutely, do it in person. There's just, there's nothing better than connecting with another person face to face. There just isn't. Oh my gosh, we were, oh, we were created to do that. Oh, it just, it fills my heart so much to be able to do that with other people. I love connecting with people that way. But when that's not possible, then do it other ways. Do it. Zoom meetings, use your phone. I I happen to have Apple devices, so you could FaceTime. Phone calls, text messages, emails. Um, A newer social media platform is called Clubhouse. I don't know if any of you are even on there. I'm on there now. It's just at John Hewlin. You can find me on there very easily. It's the same one I use for all my other social media platforms. But it's a way to have conversations with people right through that app. And they're covering all different kinds of topics. And most of them i found are business related, but they don't have to be. You can have private conversations on there too. But that's another way to connect with people. But making those connections are huge. They're so important. Definitely a habit to be into if you're not. And for those of you who are introverts and you know who you are. Let's see folks, just so that you know, I am an ambivert. So I'm both an extrovert and an introvert. I have both qualities in me equally. So I get the introvert side of things. I know there are times that you don't want to connect with people, that you need your alone time. I don't want to disregard that. But I also want you to know how critically important it is for those of you who are introverts. You must. You absolutely, I'm begging you, please make connections with people. Do it daily. You have to. It will fill your soul to do that. It absolutely will fill you up to overflowing and you can't give to other people. Folks, I'm going off script here for just a minute, but I'm being real with you. If you're a leader, leaders give and we give by serving and you can't give. If you aren't overflowing, if your tank is empty, if you're dry as the Sahara on the inside, you have nothing to give. So be overflowing on the inside from those relationships that you're working on, those connections. When you do that, then you have something to give. And trust me, you have something worth giving. So do that. All right, we're moving on. For those of you who don't know this word, I want to teach you a word today that is critically important. It took me years to learn this word. Years. Not to learn the word so much, but to learn the meaning of it and how to use it in the right way. Here's the word. Are you ready? Drum roll, please. No. That's right. The word no. It's one of the best words you'll ever use. Now, I realize when you have small kids, you don't want to be telling your kids the word no because that's the word they pick up on the quickest. And I was going, no, 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 no. no!" I'm not talking about that. The reason no is so important, especially for those of you who are entrepreneurs. We get asked to do things all the time, to give to things, participate in things. And many times, you know, we don't want to be jerks. And so we want to be free-flowing and giving of our time and our resources and that sort of thing when possible, so we want to say yes but learning how to say no equips you to be able to say yes to the right things that come along because not everything that comes across your desk is the right thing to say yes to I'm just telling you how it is, you don't have to be mean about it when you're saying no you can just say something like you know what, right now my plate's kind of full. Now you need to be sure that's true. I mean, don't lie about it, but you could also say, again, say this in the nicest possible. way. like, look, thank you so much for thinking of me and asking me to participate in this, but it doesn't really fit with my goals right now and where I'm headed or where my company is headed. But if, if you have someone that you can direct them to as an alternate to you, do that. Because that person will love you for doing that. Again, that's a way to serve other people and to be putting their interests first. So that's what leaders do. We lead. We lead by serving and giving. That's what we do. Moving on. We must find ways to decompress daily. Daily decompress. Our lives can feel so overwhelmed so easily, especially right now, especially if you're trying to figure out how you're going to make ends meet, or I have never homeschooled my kids before and we've had to do it for the last nine months and it's been crazy and I still don't know what I'm doing. And somehow I still got to try and make money on top of that. And I got to have a relationship with my spouse and somehow I got to relate to my kids and I got my parents that I can't see because of COVID. It's just, oh my gosh, you have got to find a way to decompress. You got to know what that is for you, and it could be a variety of things, and they may come at different time frames. So what I call it is um, how I do my work day. Uh, I'm going to offer this as a suggestion. You don't have to do this, but this is what works for me. I call it bursts and breaks. So I work in bursts, partly because I need it just for my brain, but also because that's how I tend to work best. So I do a whole bunch of work in a burst, and then I take a break. And sometimes that break is only like a minute or two. It could be to listen to a song, or it could be to watch a YouTube video. It could be to listen to part of a podcast. It could be to make a phone call or send some text messages, or I'll mention this here. This is not very relaxing to me to do emails, but if that relaxes you, do that. You have to know what works for you. But you got to find a way to do it. Um, I'm going to recommend one other thing right now. In this chilling spot, especially with what's been going on in the world, you may have started to experience something you never experienced before, and that is depression. Folks, that is a very real thing, and it is totally okay to admit that. I have gone through bouts of depression in my life, and I haven't always dealt with it in the best ways. I haven't, I'm much better at it now, much better, much better equipped to do it, but I'm going to have someone on the podcast in the very near future, Dr. Ruth Mary Allen. She's based out of the UK. Uh, she is connected with Dr. Daniel Amen. Uh, he's, the, I call him the brain doctor. He is, that guy is amazing. If you don't know who Dr. Dr. Amen is, you need to find him. So it's A-M-E-N, like amen. So Dr. Daniel Amen, uh, check out his work on brains and stuff. It is phenomenal, but there's something else that she does. It's called Havening. And I'm going to probably not do it justice here. So I'm just trying to give you the highlights of it, but basically it's a way to help you learn how to work through anxiety and depression without drugs. So it's, it's, it has to do with it. It's kind of like a, a rubbing or a massage thing, like with your face and your arms and your hands, your legs and that sort of thing. Again, When I have her on and that comes out, you need to check out that episode with Dr. Ruth Mary Allen. Find her on social media. She is amazing. She's a great lady. I can't wait to have her on and to share what she knows with you. So, letting the cat out of the bag a little early here, folks. But you need to be paying attention for that because it's going to be awesome. Next. I spoke a little bit ago about opportunities that come your way when people ask things of you or you are presented with these opportunities about learning how to say no so that you can get to the right. Yes. But let's go a little bit deeper with that here. Just we're going to talk about almost, almost on a visceral level, really or we'll call it on a gut level. How's that? When someone asks you to do something or to be a part of something, ask yourself in that moment immediately without thinking on a gut level, What's your reaction to that? Is it, oh my gosh, yes, I have to do this? Or, oh crap. Which is it? Because it's usually one or the other. If it's the first one, that probably means you should do it. If it's the latter, no. Be done with it. Move on from it. So, asking yourself that. Definitely yes, woohoo, super excited about it. Or... Ugh. figure it out. You'll know it. I promise you'll know it. Now I've got a little bit more that I want to share with you here. A couple other things here before I wrap up. Just kind of a bang, bang, bang. Now the things I'm talking about in this next segment apply to anybody, but man, you need to remember, I'm talking directly to you. These are going to be habits for you to develop again, in your way that works for you, that are going to help set you up for success personally and professionally, okay? With your relationship with you, with your relationship for those who are closest to you, and with your business relationships, those partnerships that you have. So let's get into those. Number one, find ways to make others feel important, noticed, and loved. My apologies for that. I have no idea where that sound came from, but that's part of our learning process here. So two thumbs up. Let's keep going. Healthy eating. Guys, that's so important. Eating healthy. Bottom line on eating healthy means vegetables at every meal, Fruits on occasion, keep the other things to a minimum. Healthy fats in your diet, those are important too. That's good for everything. It's good for hair, skin, heart, muscles, all that stuff. Super important. I'm going to tell you more. Okay, here, number three, exercise. Okay, Almost a no-brainer with the exercise thing. Get up and move. Any movement is better than no movement. So get off the rear and move. Even that means walking around. That's something. But also work on things on getting your heart rate up. Some cardiovascular stuff. There's plenty of things that you can do at home. Um, There's different kinds that you can buy weights to use at home as well. Even if you can't get weights, you can do sit-ups and push-ups. Tons of stuff that you can do. So focus on that. In addition to healthy eating and exercise, making sure you find some really good vitamins or nutraceuticals to be on and that I definitely want to include vitamin D3 in that. I mean, there's plenty of others that I could mention, but I definitely want to include that one. That one's huge, 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 huge does so many things for you. And I will make recommendations on everything and put them in the show notes so that you guys can see that. Uh, For those who are watching on YouTube, I'll include, I'll put it down below. I'll put all links to everything that I'm talking about in there so you can check those out to any resources I've mentioned. Uh, And I will bring up one right now, a book which I have mentioned before is by James Clear. It's called Atomic Habits. Absolutely phenomenal book. You have to get a hold of this one. In fact, right now, that book is under $12 on Amazon, the hardback. So check that out. It rocks. Another one. Water, 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 water. Drink lots and lots of water. Gotta do it, folks. Just do it. This is going to sound weird to say it this way, but drink as many ounces of water as how many pounds you weigh. That's a good rule of thumb. That'll make sure you get plenty of water in your system, which means most of us need to be drinking at least a gallon of water a day, if not more. So do that. In fact, to that end... Take a drink right now. All right. So I've got like three more and we're done. I promise. Commit yourself to learning. Be a lifelong learner. Constantly be trying to learn things. No matter who you come in contact with, that person can teach you something. They may not teach you the right way to do something, but they might show you what to not do, which means you still learned. So be a lifelong learner because when you improve you, you help others in the process. Two more, take risks. We got to do it. Men, we are designed to do that. We are designed to take risks, but society as a whole tells us not to do that. To do the safe thing, the right thing. And I'm not saying you should always take risks all the time and they shouldn't be well thought out. I'm not talking about doing stupid things like, oh, I don't know. I should drive my car with the headlights off in the dark and just take a risk that way. See if something happens. No, don't do something stupid like that. Be smart about the risks that you take. But that's how you're going to grow. That's another way that you will grow as a person. You'll grow that way and b- take risks in business, in life, in your relationships. You got to do it. You got to take because all relationships are a risk. They just are, but they are not a waste. Remember that relationships are a risk, but they are not a waste. And lastly, prayer. Meditation and journaling, those three. Do those daily. I happen to be a Christ follower. I am a Christian. I'm not saying that you are that you have to be. What I'm saying is doing these three things together, prayer, meditation, and journaling, those three. When you do those together, something begins to change inside you. You begin to take the focus off of you and you put it other places. You put it on other peoples. You put it on your faith practice. Again, it takes the focus off of you, which it should be off of you anyway. Because as a leader, you are serving others. You are putting the needs of others before your own. So, Praying through things and meditating on them. What are you learning? Thinking about those things and journaling, writing that stuff down. And you don't have to do this for long stretches of time. You can do all three of those things in like 15 minutes a day. Easy. You're praying and meditating. You're probably doing that together in one, which is fine. And if you're not, you can. That could be, that may actually be another episode that I do in the future about How to do prayer, meditation, and journaling. So for those of you who have no concept of what I'm talking about, but might want to learn more, hit me back on a DM. Let me know what you're thinking. And if I get enough interest, I'll create an episode around that. Because I think it's hugely important. The journaling... Really, that's as simple as just thoughts and things that come to your mind. Write those things down. You get some sort of inspiration. You write that down. You'd be amazed at the things that come out of that. I get all kinds of things that come out of my journaling. I get business ideas constantly. I constantly get those. I get thoughts about other people, ways I can serve them, uh, other things that come to mind. I am a gift giver. That's just kind of my thing. I, I get ideas for giving certain people certain gifts for a variety of reasons. Uh I get inspiration. I feel like God talks to me and tells me a certain person you need to connect with this person. You need to find out how this person's doing. That kind of thing. That stuff happens to me all the time. Uh it definitely happens during my prayer, meditation and journaling time, but it also happens to me throughout the day. That's another great thing about doing those things is as that begins to become a habit in your life and it de- and it develops those things come to you in other parts of your day. It's fantastic. Ooh, ooh. I need to include this one thing, super, super important, that a friend of mine mentioned to me today, which I absolutely loved. It ties in with this idea of journaling, but keep a notebook of some kind on your person at all times. You never know when inspiration is going to come and you need to actually write something down. Keep one with you. You'll be glad that you did. I do it all the time. I'm writing, constantly writing stuff down that I need to make sure that I remember. So I'm going to wrap up for today. This whole idea of creating goals and habits and how to make those work together. Remember, it's about knowing you, who you are, and why you're here. Why were you created? You were created for something more. Be the more. Become the more. I know you can do it. We're doing it together. So let's work on those things together. So thank you very much, everyone, for being here today for the inaugural solo episode on YouTube. So glad that you decided to join me today. Uh, Again, let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear your feedback. And let's get this revolution going. So again, thanks for being a part of Relationships and Revenue. And I'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Relationships and Revenue. I'd love to get your thoughts on the show.